Welcome to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. Join Taskmaster 4450 and John G. Olson each and every week as they dive into the crazy world of cryptocurrency. If you are new to crypto or you've been through a few bear markets in the past, this podcast is for you. It's time to start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to a very early edition of the Cryptomaniacs podcast. And big thanks to Task for dealing with my crazy schedule over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I literally sent him a note about 45 minutes ago and said, hey, man, can we do this in 30 minutes? <laughs> so we're, we're actually uh, it's a it's early on the West Coast. I know it's it's you know, it's noon on the East Coast, but uh, a little bit earlier than we usually do it. Uh, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy the show. We got lots of questions from the community, but uh, checking in on Tassie and how he's doing. How goes the battle? Good, sir. Just plugging along, plugging along, trying to work on SEO for Leo Finance and build up my HBD and all good stuff. Yeah, the the, the HBD thing is, uh, I don't know about you, but every time I get a payout from Hive, I just love adding it to savings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I wrote an article about it yesterday and it's, the the peg is looking strong so far. We'll see... uh, how it proceeds going forward, but it could be an amazing opportunity, especially with, uh, I I read the headline, I didn't read the article um, this morning, evidently South Korea is going to go after stable coins, I guess with regulation or shit like that. So, you know, quite frankly, we might end up uh, with a real gem there with HBD being a decentralized stable coin if we can pull it off. Um, because there's no company backing it, no company behind it, no, no point of vulnerability from what I can see. That, that would be something. I mean, I, I just, I, I love the idea because again, I think it, it, it probably fits you and I perfectly compared to like another, another person might say, okay, well, I'm going to do these blog posts and you know, I'm, I want to make money from them and I'm making my money and then I'll cash it out for Bitcoin or whatever, whatever you and I, um, I, I'm like, I, like I always said, I have this five-year plan. I'm only on year three and a half going on to year four now. So for me, it's just stacking. So now I got this like built in savings plan. That's paying, you know, minimum 7%. It's probably going to go higher here. I see a bunch of witnesses even have it up to 12%. Uh, but that is just, it, it fits me. I'm sure it fits you perfectly too. Cause it's, you're not really worried. You're not like, oh man, I need to get money out right now. It's like, no, I'll just stash it and see this thing grow. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think it serves a number of different purposes. Uh, first off, it, it's a diversification. So, you know, Hive, Hive is very speculative, obviously. Uh, many of us believe Hive will go up to much higher levels. Hive could go to lower levels. Right. Uh, a stable coin is meant to remove that speculation, but with 7%, we can still get a healthy return. Right. And as right. you said, it it's, it's can be can possibly going higher. Um, the other thing with it is if, if we can maintain the peg, 
See, what people don't realize is it gives you a parking place. Because even if you don't put it in savings, or you can put it in savings, I mean, if you needed three days isn't the end of the world to wait. Right. Um, but it's a place to take your speculative gains and roll it into before you say, okay, I don't know where I want to go next, or I'm taking money off the table because this token or the market itself is run a, a great way. And I want to take a little money off the table, put it in HBD, wait for a pullback to, to go buy more. And the third thing is ultimately, and I'm going to put something together on this probably over the next week, the fixed income market is huge. Mm -hmm. The fixed income market pays shit. I mean, it pays, you know, half a percent in your savings account. So this is something if we could get at least a USD HBD pair, that could be huge because then all of a sudden you have people getting into HBD, bringing it back on chain, putting in savings at seven, ten percent. I mean that that dwarfs what you're going to get from a bank, or you're getting in U.S. savings bonds, or I mean, hell, the ten-year on the U.S. savings bonds when I believe under one point three. I mean, it's atrocious for ten years. It's it's just like I, I always say this. It's like. The hive just keeps on getting better and better, and this is a perfect example of how it how it continues to get better. Um, but yeah, it's 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 funny because like again, if if the, if the peg holds, this is arguably one of the better savings plans you're going to find anywhere, like blockchain or not. I mean, like you said, fixed income and you know all these you know half a percent if you're lucky, if you're lucky, you know, like I mean, and people go ballistic. I, I, I remember all the ads in the Canadian banks up here, like GICs, like the, the government insurance certificates or whatever. It's like 3% and people are like, oh, like like losing their mind. Of course, you got to lock your money up for seven years. But, uh, you know, yeah, it's crazy. I, I got a question for you. And it's more for the viewers and listeners here, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of confusion. What is HBD backed by? What backs HBD? What is, what is HBD backed by? Are you asking me or are you asking the viewers? <laughs> I'm asking you, but for, so the because the viewers can't answer. But right. what 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 backs HBD? Do you know? It's the um, well. It's all What's H, HBD worth. It's always going to be worth one dollar of Hive. So what's it backed by? Hive. Bingo. Hmm. You know how many people I've written three articles on and invariably somebody's going to comment says we shouldn't back it by fiat it's not backed by fiat yeah it's backed by one dollar worth of five. which of hive one dollar is not what's backing it one dollar is the unit is the measure mm-hmm. it's a, it's the unit of measure one dollar worth of hive so unlike usdc or us all this other stuff tether which is backed by by fiat supposedly they claim Right. Yeah. 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 But believe that (laughs) Um, this is backed by Hive. So this has nothing to do with fiat. It has nothing to do with the U.S. dollar. It has nothing to do with the U.S. government. It has nothing to do with the banking system and the fiat system whatsoever. This is a stable coin that is based upon backed by Hive. And the peg is based upon the market. It's based upon the arbitrage of the market, basically. 
it's and it's decentralized it's not run by any foundation it's not run by any committee it's run by the 20 consensus witnesses and the rotation of the other witness uh you know out of the other whatever there is hundred who right. cycle through yeah it's be it's beautiful yeah um i i mean again i uh, you know beating the dead horse but it's um a big shout out to eliana eliana's here bright and early so uh, she's she, she's well isn't she in europe yeah she's in europe but uh, so it's like the, tea time she, over there she's kind of on north american time she's she's adjusted to North America, no, no, Eliana has mental issues. I'm convinced of that. She follows us and supports us, so she she really needs counseling. Uh, oh, here's here's another one. I know you have all these questions, but yeah, um, they call me Brian. Not they call me Brian. Brian of me. London. <laughs> Brian of London. That that's what I think he put on his Twitter. But Brian of London put out a post. I read through it. I didn't have time to investigate it. But evidently now, anything put on three speak is now a podcast. Oh, you're, you're shaking your head. So oh, yeah. He sent it to me. He sent oh. me the link. He's like, look at this. Okay. Oh. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. Explain this to us. So since I don't know, I just went through the article. I didn't have a chance to, right. to, to go through the links. What is happening? This is evidently big news. It's kind of a pre-announcement. He's really not. Right. Uh, letting out a full announcement but he did post it so it's not a secret what what's going on share with so us. he what he's doing now is he's taking every single post that you've ever made on three speak and turning it into an rss feed so it's like the audio of it so you basically now have every single video you've ever done on three speak now has an rss feed so forever and ever amen You've got podcasts dating back years now, uh, and it's brilliant. It's so funny because last night I actually did the, the Thursday night live show I did was all about podcasts, and then I kind of I, I, I snuck it in there. I was like, Brian of London just sent me a note earlier in the day about this thing that he's just done with with Three Speak, and the link is Three Speak. It's not it's not like his domain. This is on yeah. Three Speak, so. This thing's working perfectly. I clicked it on my phone. The mobile, it's clean on mobile. Looks fantastic. And there you go. You got now, a feed now for all your now, stuff. Now, let me ask you this. Oh, Mr. Podcasting Expert. Oh, I'm definitely not. For yet. this show. <laughs> well, it's between you and I, and you know more about this than I do. So you're the expert now. Well, because uh, I got the microphone. Man. That's why. Like, you know. Your who profession. cares how you get the title it's not how you get it it's the fact that you got it that's all that matters absolutely absolutely um what was i gonna ask oh what okay so now every video every individual who posted on three speak or will be posted on three speak their videos are essentially podcasts does this what does this do to tying in or, or the reach tying into Spotify tying? Because I know this broadcast, you, you actually put it on Spotify and notes. Right. What does, and, and from what I understand what Brian was doing based upon his appearance with us uh, and reading his stuff, he was basically doing an indexing thing. So this is obviously above and beyond. He's moved on from just indexing podcasts that are out there. What does this do for reach? What does this do for Lincoln three speak 
content into uh, the Web2 applications? What, what does that do? Well, I th what's going to happen is like the where we upload, we upload via Anchor. And Anchor will have an RSS feed, but it takes that and pushes it to Spotify and Apple Podcasts, for example. Um, it does that now? It does that now. But now there's nothing on the blockchain, right? And it's I'm sure it costs Anchor a ton of money to do that. Okay. So this will get rid of that cost. And obviously, it's it'll be on the blockchain, which is huge. But it's just the cost of it is just going to be minimal for companies to use this now. Uh, who who does this? What what Brian has just put together? Who does this appeal to? Does it appeal to us as content creators because we were able to to do this anyway? Okay, you had to go physically upload it to Anchor, or is this more catering to the web or the podcast and applications? I think who, it's both. Who, who's in interest of this? Okay, I think it's both. I mean, for 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 the services, it'll it cuts their costs dramatically, but for the user, it's like stupid simple right like it's just going to propagate these links and these rss feeds for you where you don't have to think about it and so will yeah. you not have to load our our sessions onto anchor anymore will you just be able to put it on three speak and boom it takes care of it i think that's the plan now okay. again i'm not not mr techie so i'm not totally okay. sure but i mean if you can just put it on three speak then you don't need to think about it and it does it automatically for you. I mean, that's. I think wow. that was the big thing for 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 Brian and his his approach to this. That so that is a big that is huge. If that's the case, yeah. It's try it's that on YouTube. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> You'll have to beat that part out. Oh yeah, we'll we'll do the editing. This is you know family. Well, family. we're not a PG thirteen show anyway. Who yeah, we're the fourteen. I mean, we had we had half a show on Cummings, so I mean, come on. Yeah, for adult that, content. That was the uh, that was the legendary uh, Cummings episode. So if yes. you ever want to watch that, watch back a couple of episodes of Cryptomaniacs and listen into the. <laughs> okay, moving right along. Uh, <laughs> so, so this is big this is big news then okay great great yeah man yeah it's 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 awesome and um it's it's blows my mind that podcasting has not made that leap into the blockchain yet like i thought it was there with d sound um i thought it was there with this oreo thing that they were doing i don't even know what's going on with that but they got funded apparently i don't know um this is cool man this is this is a this is a big leap so i'm excited for it and pushing more people to podcasts, which is always good. Speaking and of three speak and three speak, yeah, for sure, man. Um, got some questions, man. Okay, let's do questions. We can dive in. Um, gonna start off with David Armstrong. He said, uh, "Is there an affiliate program related to Hive or the Hive DApps? I can think you get three percent commissions for referrals, but cannot remember how to do that." Also, I think you get affiliate commissions for ActiveFit. Are there other ways for commissions on the Hive platform through affiliate marketing? Do well, you the know? only thing I'll take, I'll take the softball one. The only thing I know is the Posh project, which you can uh, be a Twitter warrior and go out and tweet stuff and, and, and put up links to, to Hive-based content and you will earn Posh tokens. You have to sign up. I don't know uh, the link 
check Isidio's uh, Twitter feed. He He's the one behind it all. And so uh, you can do that. Outside of that, I have no idea what else uh, affiliates or Twitter or, or bounties or I have no idea if there's any there's, other stuff. There's actually quite a bit. Okay. Um, yeah, Hive Onboard is the first one that comes to mind. That's the one that we have integrated with a lot of our stuff. So if you go to Hive Onboard or even Peak D now, because it's, it's integrated with Peak D, it, you have a referral link. And if you get a referral link, the person that signs up onto you automatically, 3% is, a, you're a beneficiary. So if I would refer you, you start posting on Hive, I would get 3% of your rewards automatically. Now, you can change it where I don't get anything. But from the get-go, you get 3%. I get 3% of whatever rewards you get. So that's Hive Onboard. That's your basic signing up under someone on Hive, getting your percentage for, for rewards or for whoever you refer. A lot of the apps have referral programs. ActiveFit, like you mentioned, David. But my darling, my baby, Splinterlands, that's got a pretty lucrative re- rewards program too. Uh, where you get, um, I think you get credits for, for everyone that uh, buys packs under you. So if you refer people and they start buying lots of packs, even though packs are sold out, there's only the dice left because Untamed sold out, but you get referrals there. Uh, I'm pretty sure Rising Star, the, the, that game, I think that's got a referral program. I, I would, I'm willing to bet that most applications have referral programs on Hive. You just got to kind of figure out uh, you know, which ones you want to promote and stuff. So for us, uh, in, in our back end, like what we have inside of our training, we've got Splinterlands, we got ActiveFit, Hive Onboard, and I'm sure Eliana will tell me if I'm forgetting any. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah, Rising Star. Yeah, she said Rising Star gives you star bits. So there's, there's, it's actually quite a lot of referral programs within Hive most applications do have them. So hope that answers the question, man. So it's, it's, it's cool, man, because again, it, it, it fits us, you know, affiliate marketers, online build business people perfectly because we can refer someone. Now again, 3% is not going to, you know, unless, you know, this, it, unless, unless you refer someone like Taskmaster, who's, you know, Mr. Uh, rewarded on the blockchain, <laughs> you know, well, or, or if, what if you get a thousand people over time? Off right. Of your link? Yeah. I mean, that'll add up. Well, that's that's what we're doing. I mean, inside of ClickTrack Profit, we have it where people can put their username in there. And when people join under them, they just start getting the referral commission. So, you know, it's 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 a cool little way. But uh, again, your I think Vim even has one, I'm pretty sure. I mean, w- you know, whatever application you're using on Hive, more than likely has an affiliate program, which is pretty cool. So there you go. Good All question. All adds man. up. Little bit here, a little bit there. Yep. Uh, Edric said, uh, hello, everyone. My question would be, what kind of business would be profitable today using blockchain technology? So this question is basically an underhand pitch for Taskmaster. We're going to, we're, you know what? It's not even a pitch. We're going to put it on a little T-ball. Stand. Last time you gave me on our pitch, it was like Jesus Christ! It was like uh, uh, you were using a golf ball. Yeah, at no, no, a that was, that was the curveball. Curve that I was mean, the curveball or the knuckleball. This is this, uh, yeah. we're not even pitching like, this what? to you. 
we're putting so, this on a t-ball stand for you so you can knock it out of the park but what what type of businesses uh, i know what you're gonna say but well, what type of businesses i don't know what i'm gonna say all right okay okay let's see i'm gonna sit back i'm gonna enjoy my gorgeous tim horton's coffee fresh from the uh the the coffee shop down the street here and i'm gonna listen to taskmaster explain to edrick what possibly isn't maybe maybe that's a better question what isn't a profitable business on the blockchain but let's 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 hear it let's hear it my answer to this is simple what business is profitable then figure out the blockchain because people look at this and say i want to build a blockchain based business and they totally forget the business aspect of things you know, but blockchain is a an accounting system, ultimately, if you strip it down. It, right. It's a decentralized ledger. So a business that is not a viable business off of blockchain is not going to suddenly be a viable business on blockchain. It, it really, you know, the fact that you tokenize it, it has to be a sensible business. You have to apply sensible business practices. You have to apply your marketing. You have to apply your planning. You have to have your development. You have to have your long-term strategy. You have to run your profit and loss. You have to have your revenue stream. All of that stuff comes into play. Yep. So we we don't we don't bypass that. And we see that so often with people, they just tokenize stuff and say, well, I burned my token. I got great uh, tokenomics. Yeah, but you have zero growth. So you know, your tokenomics can be the best in the world. If you have zero growth, you're, you're just through attrition. You're going to go, you're, you're going to go away yeah. because people just disappear. They die. They go offline. They move on. They just do whatever over time. So you need that growth at a minimum to keep replacing what you lose. Um, branding is going to be a bigger and bigger part of all of this. And I talk about the metaverse and I've been writing about a little bit this lately with Cub Finance in the DeFi world. Brand breed confidence. But ultimately, we're moving away from the way I perceive it, and I might be wrong here, but I think ultimately we're moving away from the Amazon. We're moving away from the Facebook. We're moving away from the centralized entity that everybody knows. Because in the metaverse, we're going to be spread all over the place. So, you know... You're listening to Cryptomaniacs. We're just two guys who got on Zoom here who record this shit and throw it up on the blockchain and on, on Anchor and on the podcasting network and all that stuff. We're not NBC News. We're not uh, Sean Hannity. We're, we're, we're not uh, the Today Show. You know, we're not major broadcasting networks. But that's what's happened with the decentralization of podcasting as opposed to being Howard Stern on serious you know you have your podcasting and people do all kinds of stuff and you know then youtube people put together all their channels and their their shows and they have a following and this is going to be the next evolution the problem is you are not going to have centralized platforms we don't perceive down the road like youtube where everybody goes to youtube it's going to be all over the place so it's going to be fragmenting even more which means the brand, your personal brand, your name, your company, whatever it is you're involved in, is going to be more and more important, in my opinion. 
And so each of us has the ability as a content creator. And again, content creator could be a lot of things. You know, you could be doing video, you could be doing articles, you could be doing audio, it could be songs, it could be jingles, it, it could be uh, software, it could be a game you develop, it could be, I mean, anything. Mm -hmm. Content creators are going to have the forum to start to build their empire. You know, you start to talk about virtual land and virtual businesses and, and a, a bar in splinter lands or, you, you know, whatever it is. Uh, there, there's another example of a brand, a major player in splinter lands or, or any of these games that open it up to people buying a piece of through tokenization or placing bets on or whatever they do. This is all part of it. So, you know, what type of business? Any type of business that works in the non-blockchain world has the potential to work in the blockchain world. Obviously, it has to be a digital business. If it's a physical business, you know, you're SOL. Right. But you have to still, I mean, there, there's no magic. Oh, I put it on the blockchain, so I'm going to get rich. Uh, no, you have to still build a business. You still have to do the things. And I think the opportunity for average people like me and you to come in and make a name for ourselves to make a impact to position ourselves to grow financially to grow branding wise to grow in the market i think is phenomenal and i equate it to tesla mm -hmm. and and this is how how i mean they just had the stats of of the us ev sales and all of that stuff and tesla's market share went down year over year but their sales went up in the U.S. because the market itself doubled in size in the last year. So as we're in blockchain, yes, our ability to stand out will diminish over time. But our standing, even though it's diminished, is going to be in a much bigger pool. Because as blockchain gets bigger, as 3Speak gets bigger, as Hive gets bigger, as cryptocurrency gets bigger, NFT, Splinterlands, whatever you're involved in gets bigger, mm -hmm. you might have a smaller piece of the pie, but it's a shitload bigger pie, you know, and right. that that's what I would do. I, look at yourself as a business and you don't really have to build a business per se. You are a business. Just look at yourself as a business. And, you know, if you're a Splinterlands player or a Splinterlands investor, John, you're an investor, but not a player. That's a business or an aspect to your business, if you will. It's a piece of your business. And so you have all these little pieces that are bringing you revenue. And you said in our last video that you rent out your Splinterlands card or a card. So now mm -hmm. you get a little passive income for what you own and somebody else is utilizing it. I mean, it just keeps growing. And you put a little HBD away and you get 7%. I mean, it, this is all your business now. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I went it's, out on tangent. I don't know if that answers your <laughs> no, question great. or not. You, you framed it perfectly, man. I mean, that's 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 the way to think of it. Uh, you are the business, right? The really good book I read probably 15 years ago called You Inc. The entire book talks about how it's not so much the business that's the business. It's you that are the business. And people will do business with you. So your job is to get people to know, like, and trust you. I say this all the time in our training. And I think that's what blockchain does. It allows you to brand a little bit easier to separate yourself from the noise. Most people are not building businesses on the blockchain. Entrepreneurs, I'm saying. 
you know, the, 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 they're, they're not even thinking this. Uh, so to, to me, this is, this is the perfect place to do it. So you got to take what you're doing off chain, continue to do it on chain. But I think that your noise is uh, your noise. Your, your voice is, is amplified more because there's less people doing it here. And I think that's, that's the potential, not that, Oh, it's easy or, Oh, you can do this and no, you know, no problem. You just set it up. The potent, the opportunity is that most people are not doing this. Most people are not looking here so you can stick out a little bit easier. So, but the hard work is still there no matter what. Well, it, it's like with this, we, we stream this through them. Mm -hmm. You post the video on three speak, which is tied a bit to blockchain. But we've been at this however many months, four months, five months. We're not the biggest podcasting show out there. Right. We're not doing any shortcuts. We do this show twice a week. We coordinate the time we get together. You do the editing, you do the posting. I, I mean, it, it, this is no different than what podcasters have been doing for 20 years. There's right. no shortcut. It's just we're involved in blockchain. Now, maybe we get a little bigger following because of our standing on Hive, which helps us to stand out a hell of a lot more than if we went just to YouTube or Twitter. That's the opportunity. But, you know, that's the opportunity, but it's still show up twice a week, make these videos, post yep. them, figure out what we're going to talk about, get the questions. I, I mean, we, we can't avoid the work. Right. Exactly it. Exactly it. Uh, we we have we have lots of questions, but there's a question live, which is Ooh, awesome. We, we like we we like live questions. It's it's from Eliana, because she's awesome. <laughs> so uh, it's got to do with Cub. So she said, since you mentioned Cub, she just noticed uh, the Belt BTC, Belt ETH, and Belt USD inside of Kingdoms. Is it something is is it something similar to the wrapped versions like W Leo? So it can be added inside Cub DeFi would be considered a good place to have your coin stake there and somehow get some dividends in this case, Cub dividends, like some of us do on Nexo. So are you familiar with all the, the stuff they added with the belt stuff? I'm not real familiar. Belt is another, um, I think belt is more like farm. It's another token that you can earn. Um, and increase your payments in the kingdoms just like you can do with the the i think they have farm on there i don't even know i i just put my shit in in the cub kingdom that's and i'm right. in the the bnb b b leo pool and some of those um i think it's belt.io or something like that um it, that's another yield farming application that's what belt is and so what it is is it's that layering and I know they don't use that term, but uh, basically by going into those pools, you earn belt in addition to cup right. or whatever. So it, it essentially gives you a better reward uh, or at least theoretically um, belts big enough that I guess they're confident against a rug pull, right. uh, which is always a, 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 something of a concern. Um you know, if you have belt tokens or if you've been involved in belt, I guess it's it's probably a great way to to put your tokens. Uh, I right now, I mean, I just love the update because the payouts on the 
Cub Kingdom doubled yeah, and are yeah, now over yeah, 100%. That. So yeah. I'm, I'm like a pig in slop because it's like, that's where all my, that's where I go. I just go to right. the Cub Kingdom. I don't mess with the other stuff. I mean, I'm just keep it simple, dummy. And um, well, what, you know, what this is becoming, it's like she mentioned Nexo. So Nexo is great. I love it. I take all the, the BCH that I earn from uh, my noise cash stuff. I dump it in. I'm getting like 6% or whatever without thinking. That is centralized DeFi, if you want to call it. Because it's not DeFi because it's not decentralized. But it's central. It's, it, it's, it's earning interest on your crypto in a centralized place. Cub Finance is a decentralized where the where the you know we are the ones that are supplying the liquidity we're the ones that are earning it's not a company that's earning all this stuff it's 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 the people that are providing the liquidity so yes it is very similar to nexo nexo is just a kyc you got it's very centralized they have regulations etc cetera, etc cetera. while defi is pretty much you know what the the grand vision is for for crypto as a whole where it's decentralized so it, it is similar but you're going to see more and more of this stuff getting added to cub finance as it grows and, and that's why it's to you know like why task and i always say it's it's it might a lot of people it's not the sexy ten thousand percent apy and apr and stuff it but it's solid there's no rug pull happening and they're going to continue to grow it like if you know the Leo finance team and you know Cal this guy he doesn't think month by month he's thinking year by year like his vision is two to three years down the road it's not right now so he's building up building up and a lot of people get pissed off at oh I want I want sexy time returns and all this it's like well you just got your APR doubled you know <laughs> anyways that's a whole other tangent that we could go on so Hope that helps, Eliana. But definitely Cub Finance is, is definitely something to be very excited about. Thank you for the question. Uh, next up, we got Lisa. Uh, she said, I recently signed up for a new account on Hive uh, with her username, My1440, to build the brand. There you go. I delegated 25 uh, HP and 1,000 CTP power so I can upvote posts with that account. How long should I wait? until I upvote with that account. It has no voting value at all right now. So she's got a brand new account and she wants to know when she should start voting with it to start, I guess, earning some curation. Well, she'd have to get at least 100 HP, right? Inside of that account for it to pay out anything. Wouldn't it? Uh, no, I mean, you know, I don't know what the... I don't know what she means. I mean, she should have 100% voting power instantly. I mean, right. you hit 100%. Um, you know, her 25 HP has some type of value. It's not much, right. but you get 50% on there as long as you're voting on stuff that's above the dust threshold because they'll pay out below the dust threshold on... If you're part of a percentage, uh, if you're on a post or a comment that is above the mm -hmm. threshold, I believe. Um, I could be mistaken on that, but if she upvotes out of that account on one of your posts, which is going to be above the, the dust threshold, I think she gets her 50%, even if it's 0.001. Now, mm -hmm. if it's 
if it's less than 0.001, you know, we don't have four four places. So I, I would guess, I, I don't know. She'd have to look on what her voting powers is or her vote is worth and see that you get 50%. You might be right. She might have to increase that to a uh, uh, hundred or something to, to get it above a, where it's worth something. And, and that's on the, the hive side on the CTP. I mean, you're upvoting with a thousand CTP. Right. That's decent. You're going to be yeah. getting a, a pretty decent payout yep. i would imagine i got a strategy for her, see see if this works for her. and i i hate always recommending them because they're these guys have basically abandoned hive and went to blurt but this is where something like d lease would be interesting an interesting option for her i mean you could go and pay probably 25 hive or less and get a thousand hive power for like four weeks so you'd be voting with a thousand hive power for a fraction of what it costs. And you could be getting all those curation rewards over the next month. Um, you could set up a little budget, say a hundred hive over the next couple of months. And that will, that will set you up with thousands of hive power delegated to you. That's an option. And I know me personally, <laughs> I would support it if you had it on D lease, Lisa, just go to D lease, set up a lease. Let me know. I'll fill it. I don't need 15% APR for people I know. I mean, I'm not, I would not be doing that. Lisa, to make Lisa, money. If, if you send uh, John the name of the account, I'll delegate 500 to you. There you go. Easy so, peasy. If she Look gets your name of the account, John, and you, you DM me, I'll, I'll delegate 500 HP to her. See, so I'm sitting here saying you should go to D lease so I can make a little bit of money. And like task is being like, you know, Mr. I'll just do 500. Like, I like this. You, is, this <laughs> is the age of abundance, you greedy bastard. I mean, shit, you're going to be rolling in money in about three years. What the uh, fuck are you worried about? You know, 7% on 125 HP. Oh, Good God, see, you're going to squeak when you walk. I mean, I understand you got youngins and they got to eat. And, you know, as they diapers grow older. Diapers cost I mean, money, bro. Like, what? have you seen the price of diapers and formula in 2021? And wait wait till they become teenagers. <laughs> then they just like ask oh, they're, for expensive they're, nah, nah, shit. No, nah, no, nah, they can go get a job when they're teenagers, man. I ain't paying. Well, I, I figure, you know, you know, <laughs> five years old, go to work. Get oh, the hell yeah, out yeah. of here. No, I'll give them till six. You know, six, then they can start okay. sweeping. You don't need floors. that school thing, you. You're not cut out for it. Learn to yeah. be an electrician. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And, and Eliana said she would delegate too. So Eliana and Task just showed me up, Lisa. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll hit everybody else up and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that with people and we'll get it all. That's, that's pretty awesome, guys. So appreciate that. And um, cool. Uh, we've got a question from Jaco. Um, and this is actually, we, we, we talked about this, but it, it's, it, it's interesting that this question comes up a bit because this, I don't think was too clear with the hard fork. So maybe we can, we can bang through this one right now. So when is the best time to upvote posts? I heard that certain times are better than others, but I've also heard you talking about how things are going to change now that the hard fork has happened. Uh, I would love to hear a discussion on that topic. So this is what I guess, and I'm 
correct me if I'm wrong. It doesn't matter when you upvote now. It's got to be within 24 hours, though, right? That's my understanding. And so I might be just as wrong as you, but I think from one second to 23 hours and 59 minutes and 59 seconds, I think it's the same. Yep. And quite frankly, I don't know what the hell it is after 24 hours, but just voted in the first 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. So within 24 hours, and what's really cool is you got to remember that it's 50-50. So if your vote is worth one hive, you're getting half a hive back every time mm -hmm. you vote. Stupid yes. simple, no crazy rewards curve when the time is and who votes before you and after you. It's literally you have your vote and you know you're going to get 50% back every time you're voting for someone. Yes. So now I, I think that's what happens after 24 hours. The reward curve is a little bit different. And so then it might have so it might not be 50%. So right. just vote in the first 24 hours and you'll be yeah. fine. So that's that's the key. The key is to vote within 24 hours. So hope that helps. I know it's, the, it's not the clearest of things, but I, I think it's simpler than it was. That's for I, sure. I, it's a lot simpler. Yeah. Yeah. Great question, man. And then finally, uh, we got uh, Unorg Militia says... Uh, <laughs> this is it's funny these questions these questions are are our personal in nature so we're well, i'm gonna go through these right how old is john go and taskmaster why does john go by his real name and taskmaster doesn't tell us his john tell us about your favorite hat that you have also why doesn't taskmaster wear hats i think his glasses would look good with a lid it'd make him look 10 years younger I think he should get a Cub DeFi hat. I can't answer that because I'm in witness protection. So that's why I don't use my name. Couple you're warrants. For, you're, you're forever to be known as Task. I mean, that's a uh, few warrants in a few different states that are out for me. And, uh, you know, fractured an occasional law or two in my time. But, you know, I'm innocent. I, I assure you of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, everyone, at, everyone in jail is innocent. You know, <laughs> shitty lawyers, man, shitty lawyers, <laughs> lawyers fucked them. Um, a hat, I don't know. I, I think the reflection of of the um, light off my my bald head uh, is a nice aesthetic with the dark background. Um, you know, I also don't wear a hat as well as John. I mean, he styles it a lot better than I do, so. Um, you know, it's just when, when you got somebody styling and profiling like that, you got to do, do something different. Um, you know, so, I mean, that, that's just my, my deal. And, uh, I leave the hats to John. He's the expert there. I'm uh, the hat guy. A, a cup DeFi hat. Uh, you know, these glasses, I'm ahead of the curve. I'm, I'm looking for the AR, VR, glasses inner interface that that comes out so you know until that point i'm just planning ahead i can't see crap but that's okay this is you know audio so it's style it's, that's style that's not yeah, it, yeah. style is more, more important than utility. no function function is yeah. don't even worry about it we just need yeah. style yeah i mean you know you're not holding up stuff i need to read or anything so it's like yeah. you know we we just talk so i don't need to see um you know, so I, I, I think Eliana has been replaced, though, because uh, based upon those questions, that individual, 
really needs therapy. If you're sitting there thinking about us two, you need help. You really, really need some help. Well, see, you you planned your username, okay? So I'm an idiot when I joined. I, I was like, I'm going to use my initial because it's going to sound professional. John G. Olson. Of course, there's I didn't put any periods in the username, nothing. Yeah. So for the good probably two or three years, I was known as John Go or John Golson. Uh, I didn't plan that at all very but, well. But, like, but here, he, talk about branding, though. Yeah. John Go is cool. John I Go's mean, cool. That, well, that I, try, is... I tried to get that name on Hive after. Someone's got it, though. Ah, oh, that would have been great. John, John Go, well, we need to... This is... Okay, here's a, a challenge for the audience. We need to get you a new username. John Go... And I don't know, do we add like numbers like I have? Do we add something else? But you need to brand Jongo. That is cool. That's a great name. That's a great band brand. I love it. I mean, we need to build up the Jongo brand. I, I'm I'm for it, man. I mean, Jungle. that would look great with a a, with a, a on a t-shirt or a hat. You you can design a logo. And everything could be in the Jongo Corporation. The, the Jongo playing the bongos in the Congo. No? Well, I wouldn't go that far, but, you know, you could if you want to try. But then you could start to think about tokenization of it and the Jongo token. Jongo token. Oh, that would crash and burn. <laughs> Depends on what your revenue stream is. I mean, you know, you got a lot of revenue coming in. That would probably be a hot commodity. Great dividends. Oh. Oh, but Jongo, that's a cool brand name. I like it, but I, I, I can't get the stupid name on Hive. I mean, I try as soon as I started, I was like, yeah, I should get that. And I tried and someone's already got it. And of course, they've never signed into their account. And, you know, it's like back in 2017, it was registered. It is what it is. Jongo, you know, Jongo 1 or something like that. or 4449. You could do that. Or 4451. You could do that. What is the what is that? You told me this before, but what is the, the numbers for that again? Is that that, that, was, that like, was an old office address? Yeah, that I right, had, right. It yeah. was just yeah. so I mean, it's just so a way to differentiate, and you know, it was something that wasn't gonna be I could remember it, but it wasn't gonna be copied. You were trending on Twitter. Did you see that last week? Uh, Taskmaster was, but was that me? Well, no, but we were gonna go with it. No. I, so the I, villain I, in the Black Widow movie, apparently. So yeah. We'll we'll take any credit, deserved or undeserved. Remember when Hive was credit. remember when Hive was trending a couple months ago? Like it wasn't our Hive, but it was like yeah, we it was like Hive blockchain or whatever. But yeah, you know, yeah. hey, we're very willing to take credit, even if we don't deserve it. That's what you get, folks. Uh, great questions. Not, not a ton of questions, uh, this week, but, uh, we appreciate them. Uh, and, and, and like I mentioned kind of at the start of this, uh, my schedules are all weird over the next couple of weeks. So the CTP chat has been suffering because of me. Uh, but, uh, we're still getting it out there. We're still getting good questions from the community. Uh, so keep those questions coming for next week, next week, Friday, we'll probably do it again this time. If that's okay, man. 
uh tuesday's okay we can we can do the tuesdays at nighttime or whatever but the the friday kind of early morning kind of works next week but then i'll be back to normal after that so next week is the only last week of me being crazy and then we'll be back to normal after that so thank you guys for coming and hanging out with us uh we appreciate you thanks for listening tuning in subscribing to the podcast uh you know, just we, we love talking to you guys, love talking about Hive, love talking about blockchain and uh, anything that we can do to make this show a little bit more enjoyable for you. Let us know. Please hit us up on Hive, hit us up on the Twitter uh, or wherever you see us. Uh, glasses, bald heads, hats, whatever works. We're always around. And maybe by Tuesday's show, we'll have a little more insight into the podcast. Today. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Well, bug Brian of London over the weekend to, to to dive in to see see where his head is at because this is pretty exciting stuff. So, thank you guys for listening in, and uh, we will see you next week on the podcast. Toodles. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week. 